Hi, Dave. Hi, Greg. You look parched. Yeah, I'm thirsty. I need more listeners to buy me a beer. How would a listener buy one a beer? Uh, they would go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod. And uh, the link is in the pod ta- podcast description. They can just do that. One off purchase for £3 comes directly to us. And we will be very, very grateful. Buy us a crate. Yeah, do that. Why not? <laughs> Support the cause. Tippers. Yeah, boy. Here's the podcast. There we go. Hi. Mm. Hi. Sorry about that. Semi-skimmed? Uh, whole milk for Zachary. Okay. And uh, because we're really lazy, we've, yeah. we've been still getting like a little, you know, those like pre-made yeah, formulas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the night, because he's, yeah. he's he stopped like breastfeeding now, so he's he's on like a bottle. But yeah. um, but he sleeps through like quite a lot, quite regularly. But he's he's got a little bit of a cold, so like we've got these like little Aptimil things, just yeah. to just so we, if he does wake up in the night, we don't have to kind of run downstairs and make a bottle. We can just. Go, I, I yeah. remember, we, yeah, but we were so lazy because they're not cheap, them are they? But no. we used to just like. We used to buy so many of them. <laughs> Arthur basically lived off them at one point. Um, but they're cool because you can screw the you screw your bottle in on top of them, can't you? Aren't they like the right size where you can actually screw? Oh, your, yeah. I don't know. I've, try it. I'm pretty sure you can. Nice. Um, sorry, and uh, I saw fruit gums, and I'm a sucker for fruit gums, so I just grabbed a pack of fruit gums. So I've got my last three. So bear with me. Okay. Wow. Sure our listeners will appreciate it. Good. Well. I don't do it. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> so, so what you need is uh, a milkman, which we've had for about three years. Mm, true. Changed my life. Changed <laughs> my life. And I think I've said it before on the on the podcast. It's like every day is like Christmas morning. You wake up, you go downstairs, and your milk's there waiting on your doorstep. If you get to like even as late as midnight the night before, and you're like, oh crap, we've got no bread in for the morning. So I right, so milkman. Nice. Leave, a, leave a message on his answer phone. Uh, what, how many pints are we talking? One, a two, oh. a one, two, three, four. Shocking. I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dad's on Film. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know okay. we, we got like a, we got a letter, a letter through and it was almost like a little like flyer yeah. for like a milkman. And uh, Max was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like this is, this is so good. And I was like, it's a f- milkman. <laughs> but it's because like people have become so accustomed to just not really bother with it. She was like, they do milkshakes, they do they do muffins and everything. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah milkman. Yeah. And it's not yeah. fucking cheap either. <laughs> it's not it's not cheap, but it's worth it. He's and he's, he's yeah, like, I think we'll do it. I think when we move we'll do it. He's super silent as well. He's got his little electric milk <laughs> flow. You don't even hear him coming, he's like six in the morning. It's like I've been up when I've caught him like twice in three years. Oof. Yeah. Cl- and, uh, climbing out the bathroom window. It's it's like really? seeing Santa. Hey. It's, it's, it's like seeing Santa. It's bizarre. Um, so yeah, nice. get a milk van. Man. Get it's, a milk van. It's the future. Okay. Okay. So, tell well, me, Greg. Go on. Who played Newt Scamander in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Henry Cavill, Eddie Redmayne, Andrew Garfield, or Dan Stevens? That'd be Eddie Redmayne. Correct. What's What's that? On? Continue. <laughs> Max, Max ages ago went to like I don't know. Oh, B&M, obviously. She was like, I bought you this little film quiz. I think it might come in handy for the podcast. And I forgot all oh. about it. So I thought, every now and again, I'll just pull out a little question for you. But oh, how the hell are you? I'm, bl- I'm bloody grand, thanks. Um, I've, I've just thought of something. That, uh, I'm going to find it in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, basically a pe- post of um, I was howling with laughter. It's probably one you've seen before. I've seen it a couple of times before. But um, if... Um, if so it's like gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, maybe I'll pick it. Maybe I'll dig it, dig it out and find it a little bit because it's so it's so funny. That's funny. <laughs>
I don't know, never ending story. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Big. There's got to be some fucking funny ones for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll that's why I was just scrolling through the com- The comments is just brilliant. That's funny. Um, um, uh, Sekou Lamumba, the drummer from, well, goodness. old drummer from Bedwin. Oh, Bedwin. Um, yeah. He he put something on, um, and it was yeah. um, Jared Leto in, in um, House of Gucci, and he was like, I, I don't want to be that guy, but this is like straight up racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fact that he can put on prosthetics and basically like... You yeah. know, it's a, it's yeah, a huge yeah. caricature. He's like, this is full on racist. Well, <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, I, I didn't realize that it was a bunch of American actors putting on Italian accents yeah. for a film set in Italy, playing Italians, speaking Italian. And it's like, it's mad, this it? is yeah. racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, at what point? I don't but get where the, where the line is. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But anyway, there you Fair go. Enough. How's your, good week. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been all right. Yeah, it's uh, what have done? Uh, cut Chinese food Friday night. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, went to the cinema with the family Saturday afternoon. Mm. Later, uh, had some boys from work around Saturday night. I cooked for them, we did like a race night thing. That was good. Nice. Uh, and didn't do a great deal Sunday. What about you? Um, yeah, just loads of bloody activities trampolining, swimming, gymnastics. Cool. <sighs> All that. There you go. Have you watched nice. any movies, Gregory? Do you know what? I've seen very few movies. Uh, I've seen very few movies. I've been uh, this week. I have mainly been watching. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we go to watch a film, we end up watching something like. We've been watching. This is going to hurt. Uh, it's, uh, oh, the Ben Whishaw thing. Yeah, it's so no, good. but it's meant to be very good, isn't it? Yeah, it's very good. I've not read the book, so it's Adam Kay, mm. um, and. Uh, it's like six parter, so I think we watched three of those, or something like that. And uh, yeah, it, it's brilliant. It's very. So he's a, he was a he was a junior doctor. It's from yeah. his di- diaries of a junior doctor. It's quite eye opening, should we say? But it's actually really funny. Mm. Um, it's a lot of like breaking the fourth wall and stuff, but yeah, um, just just really really well done. And Ben Whishaw, as we know, is fantastic. So hello, Mrs. Brown. Yes, excellent, Paddington. Uh, what about you? We've been watching Oot and Oot. We've been watching. We're back on. Got back on Ozark. We watched the latest yeah. Pam and Tommy, which was quite good. Um, yes. And I watch, and I, I kind of, uh, I hang my head in shame sometimes when I watch these things on Netflix that like everybody watches. Uh, yeah. But we watched the Tinder Swindler, which is ah. a new film doc- documentary film on Netflix, yeah. and it's. Does everything you expect it to do. It's definitely not going to break any uh, any ground or yeah. win awards. But you know what? It was quite captivating. Um, cool. Good. Not really much more to say about that, to be honest. It was yeah. fine. Have you got I'll, a question uh, for me, Greg? Uh, I do have a question for you, David. Uh, what is coming up on this season three, episode 23 of Dance on Film? Thank you for asking, Greg. Cue that music. Okay, coming up next, we're going to look at last week's movie train, which was Galaxy Quest. Then we are going to talk about this week's news, and there's quite a bit of news because of the old Super Bowl and all that sort of stuff. Yes. After that, we are going to look at the new Uncle Ken movie, Death on the Nile. Then I've got a little quiz for you, Gregory. Another okay. one that I've made up, not out of this film movie quiz box. I've actually made a quiz up for you. Our social due PG, PG tips this week is Sing 2. Then we're going to get back on that movie train and look at what's on the box. Let us Wonderful. do this. Take a breath. <gasps> we're diving in. <laughs> Okay, before we do the movie train, which future screen heartthrob was turned down for a part in the 1980 film Fame because he wasn't pretty enough? Keanu Reeves, George Clooney, Tom Cruise, or Patrick Swayze? Swayze. Incorrect. It was Tom Cruise. Okay. Tom Cruise. Okay. So, <laughs> so last week we left the alien station and we took the Sigourney Weaver line all the way down to 1999's sci-fi comedy 
kind of thing. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Yes. Yes. Have you watched Galaxy Quest, Greg? I think that's a no somehow. <laughs> no. I'm so yeah, I'm I'm left behind at the station. You bastard. This is the first the time I know. we've never done it. I've I know. done it. I know, and I, and I thought about telling you, but then I thought, do you know what? Let's not ruin it. Let's still do it. <laughs> Let's see if we can it. do it without <laughs> without noticing. Well, Dave, t- tell me about Galaxy Quest. I'll tell you all about Galaxy Quest, Greg. Yeah. So it's a bit of a cult favorite, I suppose. Galaxy Quest, and what it is okay. is it's one of those like standard sort of nineties high concept films. Um, yeah. I kind of get to that in a second. Basically, what it is is there's a a, a it's essentially Star Trek a TV show yeah. from the 80s um, that ran for 90-odd episodes, and it has this cult following. Back into... Uh, we're in the 90s now. The show's been cancelled, but the cast basically do a lot of comic cons and, and that sort of stuff. Um, um, okay, so in there, we've got Tim Allen as Jason Nesbitt, Sigourney Weaver as Gwen DeMarco, Alan Rickman as Alexander Dane, uh, Tony Shalhoub as uh, Fred Kwan. Okay, Sam Rockwell as Guy Fleegman, uh, Daryl Mitchell as Tommy Webber, and they make up the ma- kind of like main crew um, fr- from from the the show. Uh, basically, they're doing all these comic cons. Um, Tim Allen is basically playing Tim Allen. He's the kind of like big headed, egotistical, fame hungry like leader, and all the rest just kind of hate him and they hate doing all these comic cons. Anyway, as it's a '90s film, some aliens come down and they mistake. The, ca- the cast of this TV show for the actual characters, and they think that uh, what they've seen as the show of Galaxy Quest is historical literature. Um, and basically right. they, they uh, take them in and basically get them to try and help them with, I don't know, some sort of battle or something like that. Cue the jazz, let the who let the dog out music, because Pablo needs some water. Okay. So there's a lot to like about it. In the 90s, there was a lot of films that were these, as I say, these kind of like really high concept films because the film industry was absolutely booming in the 90s. They would they just throw money at anything, any any of these like, you know, like these wild, like sort of almost like ideas that you think like a kid would have come up, come up with. So, um, you know, last action hero, Arnold Schwarzenegger, what if you could go into an action film, actually go into the screen um, and be there? Okay, that's last action hero. What if... Um, what was the other? I thought of another example. Um, what if your husband was secretly a secret agent and you didn't know about it? True Lies. That's another Arnie film. What if the cast of uh, a 1980s sci-fi TV show got mistaken for actual, you know, a, an actual crew of a spaceship uh, and got roped into basically saving the galaxy? Galaxy yeah. Quest, everybody. Woohoo-hoo. Okay. Wow. Okay. The thing is with it... It's fine. It's got a cult following, and it often goes down as one of the funniest films ever. It's not yeah. very funny. <laughs> it's not very funny. No, not. But okay. I, I watched quite a few. I've seen, seen a few things about it and read quite a lot, lot about it, and it actually um, it got butchered in the editing room. There, there was it was a lot more kind of sort of like risque uh, than than this cut of the film actually comes out as, um, and I think that's what's missing. Um, it would have been a lot more funnier and edgier if they'd kind of played on the cliches a little bit more of like, you know, the kind of like, um, I suppose like the, the sort of cheekiness or naughtiness of these, like, you know, like Star Trek, the, the, the short skirts and the innuendos and all that sort of stuff. Sure, I, I mean, yeah. it's not car- it's not a carry on film, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you can see that, it, that that's there, but they just never quite do it. If that makes sense. Um, Sure, and it's a shame. I think. I think it, it would have been brilliant if it did that. But but unfortunately, it's just fine. Tim Allen's playing Tim Allen. Sigourney yeah. Weaver doesn't get to do much. Alan Rickman is a little bit kind of reserved in it, a little bit more than usual. And you know what? It's fine. The the star of it for me, Sam Rockwell. Pre everything, Sam Rockwell. And you can just see how charismatic he is and how like entertaining he's going to be. So it it is what it is, really. Um, With all that being said, it was still quite enjoyable. So I would say Galaxy Quest is a bridge too far and not Dirty Grandpa. Okay, does that work? Yeah, cool. Where can we see Galaxy Quest, Gregory? Galaxy Quest is available to rent from the usual places. Usually about three pound fifty. Which is probably another reason why I didn't get around to watching it because every time I went to watch it, I was like, "Yeah, 
Uh, I'll watch something else instead. <laughs> um, cool. I, I would agree. Good. I'm glad. Sure. <laughs> that thing we were speaking about before, Dave. Mm. Oh, yeah, enigmatic, enigmatic on the podcast. We'll maybe reveal at the end of the podcast what we were talking about. Okay. Fast and Furious. <laughs> Mine's actually uh, Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift. <laughs> nice. Nice. <gasps> No country for old men. <laughs> Holes. Okay. Yeah, good. This is the news. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Good. Yeah. Like it. Okay, loads of news this week. So as I mentioned, um, the uh, it was the Super Bowl, Super Bowl on Sunday, wasn't it? So when when we it get was. the Super Bowl, we Who tend won? to get out the, the Rams. The Rams, I think. Uh, I believe. I think that's uh, go that's Rams. Go Rams. Um, I like so yeah, we, obviously, <laughs> you like sports. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Um, Yeah, so with the Super Bowl, you get lots and lots of film trailers coming out. And obviously, because it's uh, it's prime real estate, isn't it? Prime advertising space. Um, However, a few days before, we got the first full trailer for Jurassic Park Dominion. Okay. Looks Jurassic like another World Jurassic Dominion. Park. Oh, yeah, there you go. Jurassic World Dominion. Um, we're, we're, you know, we're, we've got your your standard people who we've seen in the previous two, um, but also we're getting um, uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, and um, Sam Neill back. Great. Everyone else is doing a cast reunite. Exactly. These days, yeah. so why not? Cool. All right. Fine. I'll, I'll probably go and see it. Oh, I will. I'll, I'll, do you know what? I'm, I actually genuinely look forward to it because I'll go and see it with Arthur. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he, he cannot wait. He's talking about it constantly. Oh. Daddy, there's a new Jurassic World coming out. I know, mate. I know. Can we go and see it at the cinema? <laughs> yeah, we will. No. We will. But, <laughs> that, I mean, that could be an answer to, to that previous <laughs> thing. Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Freaky Friday. Mm. Um <laughs> Cool. Anything else? There's, yeah. <clears throat> Animal Farm. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, we got the first trailer for the Adam Project. So this is the next thing um, that Ryan Reynolds and the director of Free Guy have been working yeah. on. Next, um, kind of hard to explain. It's a young boy, Adam. Um, his father. Right. Yeah, I can imagine. His father is played by Mark Ruffalo. His mum is played by Jennifer Garner. Um, Basically, I think what it is, his dad's a scientist, kind of goes missing, and then Adam is visited by a, a guy who crash lands on, uh, I don't know, in his garden, but it's Ryan Reynolds, but he is his future self, and, you know, I don't know. They go on and, and it's and straight to Netflix. So it's straight to Netflix, yes, definitely. So, mm, okay. we'll see, whatever, cool. Um, announced Adam Driver, we love Adam Driver, and Penelope Cruz um, are joined... Adam Driver. Odd. <laughs> It's got a very deep voice, hasn't it? Yes, yes. That was was that your Adam Driver deep voice? Adam Driver. Oh. Yeah. Kylo Ren. I was getting this <laughs> kind of Snape. Hello, Mr. Potter. Um, they've joined Michael Mann's Ferrari movie, so it looks like Adam Driver is going to be playing another Italian. Oh, right. Wow. Great. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. um, so Super Bowl-wise, we got our first trailer for the next Jordan Peele film. It's also Jordan Peele we know and love from Get Out, then he yes. did Us, and then his next film is called Nope. Um, and ah, basically, yes, Daniel Kaluuya is back. Um, we have Oscar-winning Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, we have Kiki Palmer, uh, Stephen Yeun. Um, et al. And basically, all we've got is the, uh, the uh, for synopsis wise, the residents of a lonely uh, gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. But basically, it's something to do with aliens. It looks very close encounters, and there's a rumor going around um, that nope stands for not of planet Earth. Um, so there's a lot of sort of staring up at the sky and running away from things in the sky, basically, in the trailer. But it looks cool. We like Jordan Peele. He's, uh, you know, it's always pretty decent. 
Yep. We got a fir- our second full trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Have you seen this? No, but I heard Patrick Stewart's voice appears in it. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Hello, Logan. Um, yeah. I'm going to let Pablo in. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty wild. Um, lots of different sort of variants. So doc- lots of Doctor Stranges. It looks like there's going to be... that. It's looking like um, that Wanda is going to be the, the villain, basically, of the, of the thing. Oh, yeah. um, because... The whole thing, I think, is she is she's getting punished for sort of messing with like multiverse, but Doctor Strange messed with it and kind of everyone like hails him as a hero. And she's like, "How's that fair?" So I think it's gonna it's looking like Wanda's going to be the villain. Um, but yeah, there's rumors that there's gonna, as we said before, there's going to be loads and loads of like people popping up from older films or rumored, you know, old, you know, people who were going to be in films but then dropped out and things like that. So well, you know, pretty cool. The the clocks run out running out next week i think or in a couple of weeks on all the marvel studios stuff mm. it's on netflix so yeah all of that stuff presumably will be then be going to join marvel on, on but technically well part of it de- technically has hasn't it because dead well in fact two so daredevil um yeah. you know was in spider-man and kingpin who was in daredevil was in Obviously, um, okay. Okay. So, um, I, I mean, it looks like they are getting all the all the pieces back together finally. Um, in what, you know, yeah, the, I think the, the, the only thing they haven't got the hands on is the Spider Man. Like, fully got the hands on is the Spider Man properties. Yeah. Uh, but well, you know, they've got a bit of a deal. Spider Man has now officially passed Avatar at the American domestic box office, and it's the third highest grossing film in American domestic oh, wow. history. So it's it was it was Avatar, but now it's Spider Man. Um, Endgame and the number one is Force Awakens in America, but obviously globally Avatar is just ahead of uh, Endgame because it did um, they did a re-release, didn't they? Like just to piss everybody off. The Oscars have announced they're doing a new a new award. Um, so basically, I don't know how you feel about this one. Um, I think this is a way of the Oscars kind of covering the backs because they're getting so much grief. Like even like big kind of talk show hosts like Jimmy Kimmel put out, he was like. Are you really telling me that no, uh, sorry, that Don't Look Up, which has been nominated for Best Film, are you really telling me that that is a better film than Spider-Man No Way Home? He said, because I don't believe it is whatsoever. And it's like, how how can these films get the recognition that they deserve? Because you know what? I I agree. I think think No Way Home was brilliant. And I think it it maybe maybe wouldn't have won anything, but I think it deserved some recognition at the Oscars, but it's just not going to happen. Anyway, so the Oscars are basically doing, I I don't know the exact title of the award, but it's basically like fan favorite. And and you can vote for it. And by the end of the award show, they'll announce the, you know, the fan favorite film, basically. Okay. Yeah, great. I mean, Fine. They could just, yeah, they could just do that on box office takings, couldn't they? Right. They could just oh, do yeah. that and then basically go right. Well, that's the best film. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then finally, very sadly, the news broke that uh, director, writer, producer Ivan Reitman sadly died this week. Um, obviously, we know Ivan Reitman for directing the go the two you know, first two Ghostbusters films. He's directing. Yeah. Twins, he did loads of stuff. Um, you know, his son Jason Reitman directed the latest uh, Ghostbusters, and his father did see it and said he was, you know, yeah. it was the proudest moment of his life sitting uh, in the cinema watching that film with his son. So, yeah, really, really sad news. But uh, hmm. well, he, yeah, that's yeah. What did he say? He said when he he, he cried, cried, cried yeah, of happiness when he when he saw the saw the first Ghostbusters. He did like the Arnie films, didn't he? Like, did did he do like um, he did Twins? <laughs> yes. And I think yep. did he do Kindergarten Cop? Maybe. Uh, so the big ones, um, <laughs> he's filmed Triplets, which is <laughs> this right. is the se- have I told you about this? So this is the no. sequel to <laughs> this is the sequel to Twins. So obviously we've got Twins, you know, oh, you uh, Arnie, Arnie and Danny DeVito are our long lost brothers, and they're twins that were split up. Well, they find out that they've got another brother, and <laughs> yes. it's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Brilliant. That's genius. Wow, that's Such bold. Genius. That is a bold. Pablo, yeah. stop it. Jesus. Um anyway, what else what else did Ivan Reitman direct? Some you know, some classics. Um Evolution. I bloody love Evolution. 
in general. Have you never seen Evolution? Oh, it's sick. Um, Junior, uh, Kindergarten Cop, Ghostbusters 2, Twins, you know, Ghostbusters, Stripes, Meatballs. Yeah, you know, like there's some comedy classics there. So, you know, really, really sad. But, you know, (laughs) let's look forward to triplets, eh? Having me tacos, tacos, uh, guacamole, nice. salsa, halloumi. Any protein? Halloumi. Halloumi. Nice. That jalumi. I didn't have no jalapenos though. Jalapenos. <laughs> Jalapeno. And then wash it down with an exp- espresso. Espresso. Oh, what you got there, Blue? There's my espresso. This is a Cote de Rhone. Okay. Good. And it tastes good. Let's you kill the illusion, it. Gregory. Today is it's, Thursday. <laughs> yes. And just before it was Tuesday. And soon <laughs> in ten minutes it'll be Tuesday again. Yes. Uh, and then it will actually it'll be Friday. <laughs> yes. Uh, the magic of editing. So yeah, we both saw Death on the Now last night, didn't we? Yeah. So this is the sequel to the Ken Branner's uh, Murder on the Orient Express, which came out came out twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Um and obviously based on Agatha Christie novels uh yes Poirot yes. novels excellent <laughs> good and, and this was filmed in was it filmed as early as 2019 i think so yeah it was definitely before lockdown i'm sure they'd finished you know principal photography before um yeah yeah Kirby. so um the only returning cast is uh ken Branagh as hercule Poirot, Poirot. and uh tom bateman as book 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 uh, it was Poirot's friend, and uh, yeah, and this time instead of on a train, instead of a train, we're on a boat. How else can he keep them on something? A boat. It's like it's going to be like speed backwards. So next week's going to be on a bus. <laughs> Plane. We're in the thirties. Twenty. They're probably in the thirties, aren't they? Yeah. Maybe. What year does it say it is? I don't think it says, does it? I don't know. Whatever. So plane maybe a bit. Too, it'll be a, a blimp. The next one. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So 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 Starcast. Yes. Well, Ken Branner, Tom Bateman, Annette Benning, uh, Russell Brand, uh, Ali Fazal. Fazal uh, mm-hmm. is the lawyer in T. Uh, yep. Dawn French, oh. uh, Jennifer Saunders, yep. Gal Gadot. Army yeah. Hammer. We don't talk about him. Uh, uh, Rose Leslie. You know nothing. You, you know, know nothing. nothing. <laughs> John Snare. Letitia Wright. You know nothing. You know. You know nothing. Hercule Poirot. <laughs> you know nothing. Hercule Poirot. Uh, Some serious accent game in this film. <laughs> there is Letitia Wright. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. What a cast of problematic characters. <laughs> uh, and it's got the girl from Sex Education, hasn't it? Um, and Well, yeah. The Margot Robbie's doppelganger. Double, yeah, yeah. Called, uh, Emma, Emma Mackey. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, um, so, I mean, first thing I'll say is, uh, as soon as the murder happened, I figured it out. I don't want to be, I hate to be that guy. But it's probably, it's probably worth noting, the murder happens probably about three quarters of the way through this film. There's quite <laughs> yeah. a lot of setup. In fact, there's not even that much setup. It's just like, there's quite a lot of people like, you know, wandering around, drinking champagne. And then like We're literally 45 minutes before the end, there's a murder and then it's solved quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. And this is that murder happened. I was like, well, yeah, it's pretty obvious because mm. them two are still, anyway, you know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, it's... I was entertained for two hours. Um, mm. It's it's theatre basically. It's mm. not it's 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 not realistic. The plot is ridiculous, but yeah. they can't change the source material. It is what it is. It's a, you know it, it it's a load of wealthy westerners on a boat in the Nile, and uh, having a jolly good time, drinking lots of champagne. Someone yep. dies. They figure it out. Oh, someone dies. How convenient! Hercule Poirot is here. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I I kind of love and I hate these types of films. In one sense, they're like it's extremely outdated. It's so cliched. But then on the other hand, there's something classic about it and charming about it. In in so I kind of went in thinking I'm going to hate this, and I came mm. out going 
I think I fucking loved that. And I shouldn't <laughs> love it because it's crap. It was crap, yeah. but I came out with the biggest smile on my face. You've got, it, I, I like you say, it's it's theatre. Everything is turned up to 11. You've got an Israeli playing an Egyptian. You've yeah. got an Irishman playing a Belgian. You've got two Americans playing Brits, two Brits playing Americans, a, Bli- a Brit <laughs> playing French, and Russell Brand playing posh. Yes. <laughs> Everything <That's> I wanted. <laughs> Don't you find Russell Brand, Russell, Russell Brand thing quite sort of uh, jarring? Because he's such like an extrovert, like, hey, me, I'm yeah. Russell Brand. And then he's playing this really sort of meek character. Mm. Who, who, you know it was, me, it's, yeah. it's odd casting. Like, again, it's like, all right, maybe he did a great audition, but I'm like, why would he want to do that part? It was a pretty yeah. boring part, a bit of a nothing part. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. Presumably, but, put all his hair hair in a scalp. Exactly. Cap or something. Oh, that's strange. <laughs> but I love that there's something sort of farcical, overly dramatic, but ultimately like deeply, deeply entertaining about this film. And I can't stress enough, it's crap. But I loved it. <laughs> um, it's not a film that's going to win awards. Uh, critics aren't going to rave about it. Everyone's playing it at eleven, and I seriously doubt anyone stepped foot anywhere near Egypt, let alone off a off a soundstage no. in bloody Pinewood or whatever it is, <laughs> or away from a green screen because this it is looks, a lot of green screen. In there's a lot of green, certainly at the start with the pyramids. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. is this even supposed to pretend that it's real? This is exactly, ridiculous. Exactly. But then some of the sort, some of the sort of um, you know the wide scape shots are really nice, like the drone sort of yeah. footage of like the Nile and that. So it's obviously like they sent a drone up and stuff to do. Yeah, they were like, we'll problems. send the drone. We'll we'll steer mm. it here from you know yeah. bloody London or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, but with all that being said, I can't I can't hate it because it, it's just it's so silly, it's fun, and I think a lot of it just comes down to how like utterly charming Kenneth Branagh is, Uncle Ken. Um yeah. like throughout this entire film, he's having so much more fun in this film than the first one, playing yeah. off Quarrel's little, you know, odd odd characteristics, um, and giving him a bit more there's a bit more to him, and I think, uh, but also showing that kind of softer side as well. Um, we get that stupid bloody origins of the mustache, which is you know we get yeah. a prequel to the mustache, Ridiculous. Which adds absolutely nothing. Bit well, of a Scorsese Irishman de aging technology mm. going on there. It worked. Ken. It kind of worked quite well, but I was like, Kenneth Branagh doesn't look old anyway, so I'm like, you probably no. just could have, you know, we could have got away yeah. with that anyway. Um, yeah, this prequel mustache prequel nobody asked for. Um, but again, with all that being said, I was just smiling the entire time I was watching it. I think it all comes down to this now. No murder mystery lives up to Knives Out at all. You know, any murder mystery post-Ryan Johnson's classic Knives Out, they're always going to struggle to get out of its shadow. But... It did what it needed to do, and I yeah. Tell me, there's a lot. There's, there's a thing that's bugging me that I don't understand because at the end of Murder, Murder on the Orient Express, he gets met mm. off the train, and it's like, oh, there's a crime you've got to come and solve in Egypt. Yeah, and mm. you can and immediately you think, oh, that'll be Death on the Nile. Yeah, but then at the start of this, he goes into a London club, and then people are going, well done on solving the thing in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, and then yeah. he's going back to Egypt for something completely yeah. different. And it's kind of like at the end of Batman Begins, they do the Joker tease with the, with the card. You know, at the very yeah. end of Batman Begins, uh, you know, Batman's on the roof um, of, of Gotham PD or whatever, and uh, uh, Gary Oldman's there, and he's like, what's this? And he's like, oh, this guy, he's got a calling mm. card, and it's like it's, mm. it's the Joker card. And then in the dark night, nobody's even heard of the Joker yet. <laughs> it's kind of just like, oh, <laughs> all right, yeah. I get it, okay. Just a, just a little tease just for the audience. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so um, cool. Well, good. it was a film. Uh, it was a film, oh, you know. It's it is. I really liked it. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm glad. I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm glad I watched it. I actually really liked Murder on the Orient Express, and I, w- I, I would like to see more from Hercule Poirot because there is there's something there's something nice about seeing this all, an all star cast every you know yeah. two or three years coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. about it, really. Fair enough. Would you Absolutely. say, Gregory, that actually this is quite fitting, would you say that uh, Death on the Nile is speed or Assassin's Creed? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd tentatively go for speed. I was I was entertained. How about you? Excellent. Well, yeah, me too. Definitely. Definitely. Where can we see Death on the Nile, Gregory? Death on the Nile is available in the cinemas now. Excellent.
So what else, and just what have we got next? So we've got we've got murder on the express. There's one called the ABC murders. One called Cards on the Table. I'm just looking at the novels. Oh right, okay. And there's Death on Death on the Nile. So I'm just looking at the Agatha, Agatha Christie stuff. Like they're the two main ones. So mm. I, I I don't know whether they'll. There's an obvious another one going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Awesome. Maybe there maybe. You go. Cool. Maybe maybe. Au revoir. Au revoir. See you on Tuesday. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. <laughs> oh. Up. <laughs> uh, downsizing. Yes. Is that a film? I think it is. How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be one and it's just perfect, like Sausage Party. Yeah. <laughs> like, that'd be a good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Operation Mince Meat. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Near oh, window. Near window. <laughs> oh dear. <coughs> more of those. More of those later. <sighs> we'll tell you at the end of the podcast. What mm. about if you not mm. figured it out already? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I've got a quiz for you, Greg. Off the back of last week's Oscar nominations, yeah. I've I've made a quiz, and the quiz is called. Award or ignored? And basically, nice. I, yeah, you like that. You like that rhyme. Love it. Love it. Uh, I, I've got 10 questions, and I've got basically um, a category for particular years of the Oscars. I'm going to read you the nominations, but one of these films was not nominated. It was snubbed. It was ignored okay. from the Oscars. So you can tell me which film it was. And if you can tell me which film won, then great. Good for you. Okay, or, or film or person, whatever. Are you ready for this? I love it. I love it. Here it's we great. go. Yeah. Question one. We're going back to 1995 and we're looking at the best picture. Okay, so here these are your nominations. I want you to tell me which film was not nominated. Okay? Okay. Apollo 13. Babe. Braveheart. Heat. Il Postino. Sense and Sensibility. So which of those films was not... Away from your microphone. Ah, bollocks. Which of those films was not nominated for an Oscar? Uh, I'm going to say Heat. You are correct. Well done. Which film won that year, do you know? Uh, was it Braveheart? It was Braveheart. Well done. Yeah. Question two. 2009 Best Director. Christopher Nolan, The Dark Knight. Danny Boyle, Slumdog Millionaire. Ron Howard, Frost Nixon, David Fincher, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Gus Van Sant, Milk, and Stephen Daldry, The Reader. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go for... Oh, what what was ignored? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for David Fincher, Benjamin Button. Incorrect. It was Christopher Nolan with The Dark Knight. Never been nominated for Best Director. Kidding. Which is wow. bull, bullshit. Okay, um, the person who won that year, any idea? Uh, was it Benjamin Button? It was not. It was Danny Boyle, Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Question three, 2005, and we're looking at the best actor. Okay, okay. here we go. Leonardo DiCaprio for The Aviator, Jamie Foxx for Ray, Jim Carrey for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Johnny Depp, uh, Leaving Neverland, Don Cheadle, Hotel Rwanda, and Clint Eastwood, Million Dollar Baby. Uh, I think the snubbed one was, I would have said, I'm not sure Jim Carrey's ever won an Oscar. So I'm going to go for Jim Carrey. You are correct, but he's never been nominated for an Oscar. That's what I mean. Yeah, ever. Um, but yeah, well done. So you got two out of three so far. Um, Jamie Foxx won that year. Ray. Question four. We're going to 1998. We're looking at Best Actress. Okay. K. 
Kate Winslet, Titanic, uh, Pam Greer, Jackie Brown, Judy Dench, Mrs. Brown, uh, Julie Christie, Afterglow, Helena Bonacart, The Wings of the Dove, and Helen Hunt, as good as it gets. You have Pam Greer, Jackie Brown. Correct. That's You've got right. three out of four. Winslet would have won it, did she? No, she didn't. Helen Hunt won for as good as it gets. Okay. Yeah. We quite liked as good as it gets, didn't we? Um, Question five. 2003, best actor. Hugh Grant about a boy. Jack Nicholson about Schmidt. Uh, Nicolas Cage, adaptation. Michael Caine, The Quiet American. Daniel Day-Lewis, Gangs of New York. Adrian, uh, no. Yeah, Adrian Brody, The Pianist. Oh, so I think, oh, The Pianist won a lot that year, I think. Sure it did. It won a few. Uh, I'm going to say snubbed Michael Caine. Snubbed. Incorrect. It was Hugh Grant. He has never been nominated for an Oscar. So you've got four out of... F- three out of five. Adrian, Adrian Brody won? He won, yeah, yeah. Um, the, Adrian Brody um, pops up in Succession, which is quite cool. Yeah. Cool I've heard, I've heard. I think he pops up in a series of Peaky Blinders. Maybe the last series series of Peaky Blinders that I watched cool. before I was like, yeah, this is a TV yeah. show, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, question six, 1995, and we're looking at best film. So Pulp Fiction, Seven, Forrest Gump, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Quiz Show, and Shawshank Redemption, which was snubbed. Shawshank, because it wasn't big in the, when it came out, I don't think. Incorrect. It oh. was nominated. It didn't win anything. Uh, oh. Seven wasn't nominated for Best Picture, oh, okay. which is surprising. Um, Forrest Gump won that year. Shawshank was a bit of a box office flop. Yeah, it was a big flop. Yeah. It, it, it found its audience on like DVD. VHS oh, and DVD VHS. and stuff. So. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, what are you drinking? Uh, Budwell. Oh, it looked like you know, it was like a little cocktail or something. Uh, yeah, I see. Glass. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay, question seven. 1998 Best Supporting Actress. Kim Basinger, LA Confidential. Uh, Julianne Moore, Boogie Nights. Laura Linney, Truman Show. Gloria Stewart, Titanic. Mini Driver, Goodwill Hunting. And Joan Cusack, In and Out. Dave, I don't quite know how to say this. <laughs> Kim Basinger? Basinger? Uh, no, I, I'm going for I'm going to go for Laura Linney in Truman Show. Correct. Uh, and I think Minnie Driver won. She didn't. Kim Basinger won actually for actually? LA Confidential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but Laura Linney, like she's we were talking about it the other week, weren't we? Be off, so off the back of Ozark, but she was like so good in the Truman Show, and everyone was yeah, like, yeah. she really deserves an Oscar Nom- a nomination at least. So did Jim. Like Truman Show is like, yeah. Unbelievable film. Anyway, um, question eight. We're nearly there. Um, oh, there's only nine questions because I couldn't be asked right in a tenth. So there you go. Okay. Question eight. 2000, and we're looking at best piscine, apparently. Uh, picture, I think I meant. Um, okay, The Sixth Sense, The Insider, The Cider House Rules, American Beauty, The Green Mile, or The Matrix. So best picture. Okay. I think, uh, don't tell me if I'm wrong, I think American Beauty got it. So, and I'm going to say, I think maybe The Matrix was snubbed. I don't know. Go on. Correct. Yeah, uh, yeah The Matrix was snubbed, wasn't nominated for an Oscar. It was only nominated for, like, uh, effects and stuff. Um, and American Beauty did win, because that was, that's one of the, f- there's f- one of the few films that got the top, the big, like, I don't know, or the, like maybe like the big four, best actor, right. best actress, best mm. film, best director. Um, sure. And I think it got Best Supporting Actor because I think Chris Cooper won. Anyway, no matter. Love that film. Um, Hard to watch now, though. Uh, Question nine. Uh, Final question. 1983, Gregory. We're going back to before we were born. Best picture at the 1983 Oscars. Tootsie, E.T., Blade Runner, Gandhi, The Verdict, and Missing. You know, a couple of big ones in there. Uh, okay. I think Blade Runner might have been snubbed. Correct. Well done. I think some of those are quite obvious. Uh, no, Gandhi one. Okay. Director, do you know who directed Gandhi? Nope. Sir Richard Attenborough. All right. Okay. Yeah. Good old Saint Nicholas. (laughs) Good. No, Chris Kringle, that's it. it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, 
uh, what's he called? Ben Kingsley plays Gandhi, doesn't he? I'm like, yeah. is that is that right? Mm. Mm. Wouldn't be allowed now. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's your quiz. You did quite well. Let's say yeah, you I got. Right. I don't know, like I don't know, six, six. out of nine. Yeah, cool. Cool. Great. Good. Thanks. Good quiz. Good quizzing. Thanks. Great quizzing. tips well I um so you didn't do the movie train this week Gregory but I have not done um the social you however I did watch sing one for the first time this week oh I've never oh, seen okay. it before well so a good I place to start it. off what do yeah. you think of it I quite liked it I think um I'm all I'm always very weary of like animated films when yeah. the concept is just so kind of throwaway and it is a very kind of like the you know it's an animal it's world, world and, animal. and yeah. they're doing a they're doing a song contest. I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. what's that got to do with anything? So I'm always <laughs> a bit, I'm always a bit, just a bit like, oh, okay, yeah. right. Yeah. But it was quite charming. It's got a nice, like, sort of message behind it. I like, I like how it's a pretty full-on ensemble cast as well, which you don't tend to get that much in in animated. You know, you they tend to get like two stars. And then, you know, the rest of them are sort of fairly well-known voice actors. But in, you know, in Sing One, you've got like, obviously, Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Scarlett Johansson, Taron Egerton, uh, Seth MacFarlane's in there, you know, and there's there's loads of others. So I I quite, I liked that whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. and it was good. We put it on for the boys. Ben didn't really want to watch it at first, but then kind of was, you know, was into it. And I looked at one point and Zach was just sat on his knees, just doing this, just like dancing to the music. It was well cute. So I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I dig it. I dig it. So yeah, Yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. So Sing is a favourite in our house. Yeah. It came out in 2016. And so for a few years, it was like one of the first films they got into. And and the reason I like it is because like, it got my son into like Elton John. He loves Elton Mm. John, but because of Johnny and Sing. (laughs) I'm done there. at the den, uh, so so we've we've anticipated in our house Sing Two coming out for quite some time, and we, we've not got around to watching it until this weekend due to COVID in our house and things like that, and so we've just like not managed it. But I had booked in um, sort of like planned for when they were, when they were better. Like we're going to go all together, four of us go watch Sing, get some food, make a proper big day of it, and we were in. Uh, the biggest screen at the Light Cinema in Stockport, full, 2pm 2 on a Saturday, full, full, full of families packed to the rafters, kids just absolutely buzzing, so, so excited mm. for it. Like, literally, it was like they could hardly contain their excitement from the minute they woke up on Saturday. It's like, when are we going to see Sing? When are we going to see Sing? When are we going to see Sing? And it was so cute. And and I've always said, you know, what influences me massively about kids' films and family films is seeing them with my kids because mm. their reaction to it is just amazing. If it's a film that really sort of chimes with them, and and this absolutely did. I went in with quite low expectations because it it's not been met with the same sort of uh, critical. Well, not mm. actually did the first one have critical acclaim? Anyway, it's had mixed reviews um, mm. really. So I, I I did have quite low expectations, but my word, I bloody loved it. Mm-hmm. I I laughed so much. Um, I, I I got that feeling that where you know what like if you know when you go to a musical sometimes or see a theatre show that hairs on the back of your neck yeah bizarrely I got that from Sing too I, I don't like it's animated for heaven's sake do you know what I mean yeah. it's completely yeah, yeah, yeah. as synthetic and as produced as you can possibly <laughs> get yet it still worked the concept of it is ridiculous so Sing one ends you know well they're trying to save the theatre so they put on. So uh, Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey's Buster Moon, who's a koala, obviously, mm. um, is trying to save the New Moon Theatre, and part of that is he puts on this talent show yeah. thing, and he, he does all open auditions, and he wants to put this huge, huge show on. Anyway, in the end, theatre gets saved. Lo and behold, after, mm. after a big journey to get there, I'm just going to say I really feel like they missed a trick with the koala. Matthew McConaughey's great, but it should have been Reese Darby. Yes, yeah. Obviously, he's not Australian. He's from New Zealand, but it, it, that, it that way, that way, it's just racist. Got to save the theatre. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but actually, I, I think Matthew McConaughey's really yeah, he was good, very yeah. good, isn't it? I think mean, he's really, really good. Anyway, in this one, it's like sometime after, and they've they've, they've got a, a residential this show, um, and I think it's might be Alice in Wonderland or something like that. Uh, but they're trying to get the attention of sort of big name sort of entertainment uh, for what's essentially Vegas. Redshaw City mm. is Vegas, and they want to get like a Vegas show. Um, and they're trying to grab this attention, but they're struggling to get. And eventually, they travel to do a pitch, and they end up break not breaking in, but sneaking in. It's like a bit of sort of like a almost heisty sort of mm-hmm. funny scene where they're getting into this place where this big guy Jimmy Crystal. Played by uh, Bobby Cannavale. Cannavale? Is that right? Cannavale, yeah. Cannavale. Yeah. Is that the wolf? Yeah, what's he from? He's in loads of stuff, uh, Bobby Cannavale. Um, Ant Man. Is he an Ant Man? Yeah, he's, uh, I think he's in, he's from Will and Grace originally, Boardwalk Empire. Mm. Uh, Yeah, he's in Ant Man. He's going out with uh, Rose Byrne or married to Rose Byrne. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, he's like this wolf, sort of. He's the villain, mm. the almost kingpin, like, you know, if, if they allowed, allowed smoking it, he'd have a big fat cigar on, sort of mm. from like gangster. Yeah. Runs this uh, theatre, um, this company in what's essentially Vegas. And they end up name dropping into this pitch, this the name of um, this big big star who's sort of black retired Clay Calloway, right? So Clay okay. Calloway is this turns out to be this huge this old lion with this mane. He was like a massive massive rock star, but now he's like a recluse. And they name dropping it. Buster Moon ends up accidentally sort of say, making out like he knows him. He could get him in the show. He could get him to license all his music, etc., etc., etc. So we go. So this this like this guy goes. Well, if you can get him, you've got a show. Don't ever let me down, and all oh, this no. sort of stuff. So, <laughs> so the whole idea of it is they're trying to put on this huge, huge production, uh, and they've got this team. They've not written the show yet, but they've also got to go and find this Clay Calloway guy and try and convince him to be in the show with them. Uh, so it's it's a bit farcical, the, the concept of it. But mm. it is, as, as you know, the most cliched sequels are, it's just the first one, but bigger, you know, shinier, yeah. more to be put into it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Bono plays Clay Calloway. Bloody oh, awful. God. It's actually <laughs> It's It does a tour of America. It comes back to the UK, and his mm. Irish slips, slips back in there as well. He is, he is not an actor. But... Okay. Soundtrack's amazing. You got songs by uh, songs by U two, Elton John, uh, Billy Eilish. But like the 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 mix of stuff that's in there. Like there's a great bit uh, where the his Boston Moon's PA I can't remember the lizard woman. Can't remember her name. Yeah. She's driving along listening to Chop Suey by System of a Down. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, you know you got Pharrell in there. Well. You got I mean you got all sorts. There's Whitney Houston. It's, there's, there's so so much music packed into it, and and I say packed into it because whenever there's not people doing a song on stage, there's a bit where something will break into a song, and mm. it's just it's just brilliant. It's feel good. It's energetic. Kids bloody loved it. It's funny. There are a lot of good jokes in there, so plenty going on for the going on for the grown ups. I just thought it bloody fantastic and had a great experience. There you go. Fantastic. Where can we see Sing 2, Gregory? Sing 2 is still available in the cinemas now. Excellent. Snatch. <laughs> yes, good. Yeah, very good. There's, there's an Arnie film called Fire Down Below. <laughs> Inside Man. <laughs> Never been kissed. <laughs> what lies beneath? Oh, man. <laughs> man. Bend it like Beckham. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> no, I can't say that one. It's uh...
<laughs> okay then, Greg. We are now at the where are we? Galaxy Quest station. Where the hell yes. are we going? Well, choo choo about choo choo by the way. One of the less exciting but no less memorable parts of my childhood is waking up on Sunday mornings and my dad always having on the TV when I was like, I don't know, six, seven, eight, breakfast with frost. Mm. And he was someone who was around, like in the room all the time. It's on a Sunday, very memorable to me. And uh, that little, uh, what's it called? Nostalgic anecdote mm. takes me to the uh, Ron Howard 2008 historical drama, Frost Nixon. How are we getting there? The Watergate scandal. Uh, oh, sorry. Yes, Sam <laughs> had a few beers. The Sam Rockwell line from Galaxy Quest mm. uh, to Frost Nixon, and uh, so he pops up in Frost Nixon, which we don't really remember that well, neither of us. But he is there nonetheless, uh, and it's somewhat of a hub, the Frost Nixon station. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got all sorts of people we go to from there, uh, so I look forward to choosing that next week. But I also look forward to rewatching Frost Nixon. So there we go. Great. Good. And I'll, I'll actually come. I'll jump on board this week. <laughs> I fucking hope so. Yeah. Um, get out. Yes, I like it a lot. That's good. Good. Black Panther. <laughs> Do you okay. know where we can watch Frost Nixon? Oh, where can we watch Frost Nixon, Greg? Sorry. Frost Nixon is available to rent from the usual places for £2.50, £3.50. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay then, Greg, what the hell is on the box for you this week? I'm going pretty obvious. I'm going for Sunday 20th February, 9pm on a five star. Mm -hmm. It's the 2000 Tom Hanks film, Castaway. Yeah, boy. In a previous Tom Hanks episode somewhere. Uh, so yeah, that's me. What about you? Probably. Um, I am going for Saturday the 19th of February, 6.40pm, ITV4. This is the uh, Brendan Fraser action-adventure classic, The Mummy. Oh, yes. yes Love it. Good. Holds good up stuff. as well. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Let us know what you guys are watching on the box this week. It was the podcast. And here's a little question for you, Gregory. In the famous franchise, what is Bourne's first name? Stephen, Jack, Matthew, or Jason? Jason. Correct. That was very easy. What are you doing this weekend? Anything exciting? Yeah, I've got Jimmy C is back from New Zealand. Uh, Jimmy C. Jimmy C. So we're all going for a bit of a boys' day drinking session in. in Manchester. Nice. Uh, so look forward to that. Uh, yeah, and then it's half term. So a few bits of Bob's night in London. Going to see Damon Albarn live in London. Oh. Uh, for a hero of mine. And uh, yeah, you know, milling about. What about you? Uh, no idea. <laughs> well, yeah, it'll just be usual. Tire the kids out. That's, that's the... Uh, that's the plans for the, the weekends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Going to bed. <laughs> Excited stuff. Um, password this week, of course, is um, going to be... Your, what, we want your own ideas for your sex life described by a movie <laughs> title. Which is what, I don't know whether you'd realise, me and Dave have been doing for the entire podcast. <laughs> Filthy animals, disgusting. You can buy us a beer at buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod. You can send us messages, you can send us reviews, you can like this podcast, you can review the podcast, you can follow us on all social media platforms at dads on film pod. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you very, very much, everybody, for listening. Greg, it was splendid speaking to you. I will see you all soon. Wow, that's quite slick. You like that? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, cool. Um, Good night. Good, good, good night. God bless. Um, Happy Valentine's, bye. by the way. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
Mm-hmm.